0: This is Grown Up and Grounded, a podcast about growing up and being a grown-up, about getting grounded and staying grounded. Join us, two women, a mother and a daughter, who talk about everything. Hey mom, (laughs) what's up? Uh, Nothing, I'm glad we finally decided what we're going to discuss today. That was a little... uh... It was an adventure. It was an adventure. So, uh yeah, we're together this time. We're, I'm
1: here. I I'm know. here.
0: We did our one year episode, so it's been we're we're moving past that. Boop. We talked. Boop. Yeah, we talked about everything that's changed. But there was one thing we didn't you didn't bring up. I, I forgot, forgot to, mention. to
1: mention the best part of this. Uh, story of the, our whole one-year anniversary. In our first episode, we talked about friendship breakups and how, uh, you know, everything that that can entail and uh, how difficult that can be. And I talked about my friend from high school that I lost touch with, and she actually listened to that podcast episode and it uh, randomly, obviously, and I didn't send it to her. I wasn't that petty. Um, and, um, reached out to me and reconnected and we sat down and talked and cleared the air and that was, I mean, pretty much a year ago now and we've been I know reconnected so awesome. and friends and hanging out and going to concerts together and yeah. Did she ever tell you really how height. she
0: came across the podcast? Did she just see it on social media? Or? Uh, yeah.
1: I think she said that you shared it on Facebook. Oh, okay. And because you guys are still friends on Facebook, she saw it. Wow. Something good from your mother being friends with one of your friends. That's kind of weird, too. I didn't know that that was how she saw it. Yeah. Or, I mean, maybe it was me. I don't think. I think her and I are still friends, but I don't know. She definitely said something on Facebook. Oh, okay. She found us on Facebook. Well, and, good things can come from Facebook. Who knew? Yeah, I sure didn't. <laughs> but that was the one thing. No, Oops, I'm just kidding. That's not true. Um, but, no, that's, that's been really cool. So, yeah. Yeah. We've been we've we've been hanging out. We're pals again. It's really nice actually. That is awesome. Yeah. I love it. Me too. So yeah, forgot to mention that. I was so excited. We were in such a hurry last week. Yeah, we well, didn't get to I mean, there talk was, very much. Yeah, we were we were on a time limit. Before your husband pounded down <laughs> to the door and dragged you to the gym. <laughs> hey, he's got a routine that he has to maintain. Oh yeah. He makes that very
0: clear. That's all there is to it. And The routine not only involves going certain places at certain times, but also being there early. Yes.
1: Just today, he was telling me the benefits of him being at the gym early today. Yeah. See?
0: (laughs) You know, there's lots of benefits to being early, but sometimes it's not worth
1: stressing over. Like, being on time is just as nice. But also, his definition of early is so early. So early. It's not like five, ten minutes Fifteen, at least. At least, at yeah. least, and he's convinced that that's necessary. Yes, one hundred
0: percent. So well, I don't know. There's nothing you can do about it. Love them or leave them. So I'm so not going to leave them. I'm stuck with the love loving part. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't say stuck with, but you know what I mean.
1: Blah blah blah.
0: blah. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, well, we found this article. I don't know which one of us tagged it in our uh, face on our not Facebook, in our podcast list of things to talk about. This article is titled 17 fuck You Should Finally Stop Giving When You're a Grown and Mature Person. And yes. I thought this was, uh, it's a very interesting article, but on a side note, it came from a website called The thepowerofsilence.co. And I wanted to look at the Power of Silence website and it it did seem as though there might be a lot of pseudoscience and people just writing articles about things they feel to be true in their heart. With
1: no... I don't know. I mean, it almost looks like if Reductress was trying to be serious. Like, that's what it reminds me of. Oh, I don't know what Reductress is. You don't know what Reductress is? Mm-mm. Okay. Next podcast episode, we're going to go through some <laughs> Reductress articles because that is great. It uh, felt if you like right, BuzzFeed, you like Reductress. It felt like,
0: <laughs> it felt like BuzzFeed... But for motivational, therapeutic, advice-type, driven BuzzFeed is how it felt. It's definitely an interesting-looking website. Yeah. Um, But I could find no about us that explains, like, these are articles written by an audience. Like, I didn't click on enough articles to even try to see if there was any scientific backup that they provide for their theories. But anyways, this was just I thought this was just a rife full of things for us to discuss about it's definitely interesting women it's a, a thing yeah, yeah sure. definitely but even the first article says we we arrive in this world completely clueless expecting life to be this pinky utopian place where justice is always served milk flows instead of rivers and people are actually nice to each other now i feel like that's a very presumptive thing to say that we as a collective whole arrive in this world that i mean that's if you had a, a good childhood and you were raised by positive people. Totally, that's what I
1: was gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> like, that—that's that's like privilege. That's the thinking of someone white who was people. never <laughs> particularly wealthier white people. But I don't know. I mean, like
0: even I grew, up, you know, whatever class I was in, uh, I never thought I—I I never expected the world to be a utopia. Like I, I very at a young age was like there are some really bad things that happen in the world.
1: Well, I mean, I think that
0: you had things happen around you. Though. No, but I mean, like I, I think I can remember specifically like learning about Hiroshima, learning about World War Two and Nazis, and learning hmm. about hiding under my desk in case they dropped a bomb, which was really I mean hard. like those kind do of it. things. Yeah, like so. And even, like, we, they used to give you immunizations at school. Like, you would line up and get your immunizations, and it was kind of like, if you don't get your immunization, you're not going to be able to walk because you're going to get polio. Like, it was a serious thing. Like,
1: you stood in like, line. Like, you will die. You get the shot or you die. Pretty much. Which is still true, and everyone <laughs> should still get shots. Uh, but that's a topic for another day. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't do it at school anymore, because now we frown upon that for some reason. I don't know how that all happened. <laughs> It was a weird thing too. It
0: wasn't even like they had. They had like this little gun, and it was like, it was like, sh- come, sh- come. like it was just like one right after another. Stop that was, poking <laughs> me. It wasn't like just like the. There was a nurse. You, I mean, I feel like we were just like in the cafeteria or something. It wasn't like you went to the That's nurse. So room. weird. It. It. I like. Were we outside? I just remember being in a line and being stressed because I didn't want a shot, but. I'm you in have a back. scar on your arm, too, from some of your shots, uh, right? Yeah. That's like anybody who traveled overseas in the 60s or 70s has those big markers on there. It's just kind of crazy. I, th-
1: I think that's, I don't think that's from the school shots, mm. but I don't know. I mean, could you, you can imagine little, now like, if, you, if some of the vaccines you needed it gave you a scar? Can you imagine what people would say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> Not only do they cause all these horrible things <laughs> to happen, but now you're going to scar my child as well? Yeah. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we got off on a tangent. There. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, things you should stop caring about, or as this article says, no longer give fucks about.
1: Oh well. Sorry, I just said No, it. no need. No need to <laughs> batter on the bush now. Explicit I explicit on this one. I can add a. No, nah, let's not. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah. So, Don't do any give of an these? F.
0: Do any of these? Are we going to go through the list, or do yeah? We I wanna... say let's go through the list. Okay. Man. What others think. I mean that's a given. Like there's a point where you just stop caring what others think. Totally.
1: Right? Um, but I think that the inv- like con- oh, okay. I feel like context matters or like the place matter you know what I mean? Like you can't just say point blank what others think doesn't matter. Like, don't give enough about it. Because that's not really true. Right. Maybe don't like, give enough yeah, about what boss. strangers think. Don't give enough about like, there's that John Mulaney skit when he talks about how his wife, like, walks around like she doesn't care what people think about her, and he walks around like he wants strangers on the street to like him. And I think okay. about that a lot, like, because I, unfortunately, fall <laughs> guilty to that sometimes. I want to be liked by everybody. Um, I'm getting better about it, but it, it is difficult. Okay, you know, I will bump into sp- someone on the street, and I will, like, if they bump into me, I'll apologize is what I'm trying to say. Well, that's um, just manners, if you say you right. Okay, Fair. But um, yeah, I, I think that I think that this article again with its interesting viewpoint doesn't really provide like any sort of context around that. Like, you should care what your coworkers think about you because if you're up for a promotion or something, they have to vouch for you. You know, like right. there's things or like that. just like
0: how much you care what they think. Like, yeah, you should care yeah. to a point what your coworkers. Yeah. think, but like you, you can't let it dictate maybe how not you
1: stress it. about it. But be aware of what they think about you. Yeah, maybe that's like, a better better not care what others think, but also be self aware. Yeah. That's the caveat we're putting on that one.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Being right all the time. Look, I'm never going to give that up.
1: I I thought the same thing when I read that one. (laughs) Look, I'm mature, Um... whatever.
0: I always want to be right. Of course, I know I'm not always right, and I'm willing to accept when I'm not. Maybe that's the difference.
1: Yeah. I mean, see, okay, here's the part of the weird thing about this article. They they say, like, um, you can't be right about everything, blah, blah, blah. And then they say... They sign it off with "There's no such thing as normal." I feel like those two things don't go together. Like, it's true that there's no such thing as normal. That doesn't necessarily have anything to do with being right all the time. I don't. I don't know. I don't really see the connection. They draw no connections between those two sentences. It's not meant to be that kind of article. They know that no
0: one's really going to read the fine print. You're just going to go. <laughs> number one is this. Number two is that. Well.
1: I'm putting a lot of thought into this, clearly. I know. Well, and that's why I was just thinking, oh. like,
0: are we... We're commenting on... We're supposed to be having discussions about the topics. We're, like, very, like... This is a terribly written article. Because we need to be better. right all the time.
1: <laughs> that's why. I could have written a better article, dang it. <laughs> that's what we should be doing with the time, actually. <laughs> um, no, but I... I I understand what they're trying to say. Because a lot of people say, hey, you can't be right all the time, blah, 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 blah. But I think that... um I'm just gonna end right there.
0: I don't think either one of us are good people to assess <laughs> whether being grown up and mature means that you should let go yeah. of being right all the time. I, I think that's the fairness yeah. of that. Yeah. So we're just gonna move on. Next one. <laughs> Having the perfect body uh, is number three. Okay, yeah. look, nobody, I mean, I've letting it go. I've let it go that I'm not gonna ever have the perfect body. Do I want a perfect body? Of course.
1: I mean, yeah, I think if you could like snap your fingers and like, I look exactly the way I want to like that. I don't know if anybody would turn that down, but I think it's important to recognize like I think what they're trying to say based on the little blurb that they provide, which I guess I'm not supposed to be reading is um, there's no such thing as a perfect body because that's like a, if you look throughout history, you know, what is the perfect body, the ideal body that's shifted over time and it depends on. All these things, uh, the perfect body with air quotes is a marketing tactic. Don't buy into that, blah, blah, blah. Which I think is important. Like, you need to be aware of that. Like, this idea of all these things is to sell you product and to make women feel insecure. And I think that um, Jamila Jamil said it best when she said, um, all of these things are a distraction so that women are busy thinking about how they can make themselves look better and not how they need to be fighting the patriarchy. (laughs) I think that that is dang true, girl personally um let's so it is a way to
0: keep women focused on other things for sure instead of what's wrong with the world around them yeah uh and you should love your body turn it right i mean that's the thing is like i love my body i appreciate all that it can do do i wish it wouldn't age and then i could be thinner and maybe have better curves sure of course (laughs) i always think of that thing um The tv show fleabag i think it's amazon prime when her and her sister go to that feminist thing and the the speaker asks it's like a seminar for feminists or like a weekend getaway for feminists and the first seminar they go to they ask would you trade five of your lives for the perfect body and they are the only two that raise their hands they're like five years of their life five years of their life sorry and uh yeah they raise their hands for the perfect body. They would do it, and they're, and they're like, the they're, only ones. And they're the only ones that they look at themselves like, "Oh, we're terrible feminists." It's pretty funny. Yeah, good show. <sighs> giving a damn whether you wear four inch heels or sneakers. Yeah, I've never cared about that because I have bad feet, so same. I can just yeah. embrace being rocking whatever shoes I want. Yeah,
1: and every time I force myself to wear heels because it matches my dress or whatever, I regret it so much. So I've stopped. I stopped. Mm. I can still wear heels, but yeah, um, they have to be just right. Yeah. Anyways.
0: Yeah. But by nature, heels just, I don't know how people wear them everywhere. When I go to Disneyland or like somewhere where you're oh going to be gosh. on your feet all day and people are in heels, I'm just like, how do you do that? But
1: like, and also why would you do that to yourself? I don't know.
0: I don't know. I don't know either. It's, hmm. it's, it's just a world I can't relate to. Same. Um, well,
1: that's that then. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm happy to wear tennis shoes to Disneyland and um, and anywhere. I'll yeah. wear tennis shoes anywhere, really. That is true. Why do you think they're so popular? Like before, like when I was growing up, you had tennis shoes for athletics, like like three pair, three styles, and that was really it. And now it's like a whole yeah thing.
1: I mean, now there are tennis shoes that cost. I mean, yeah. My tennis shoes cost just as much as a dang nice pair of heels. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, what about this
0: one? They just kind of throw this in there. And the funny thing is, it's number five. which <laughs> I don't know what the total number of things is, but it's number five. Stop giving Fs about the past when you're a grown, mature person.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, um. Again, I get what they're going for, but like... You can't change it. It's done. Yeah, but so you, don't you obsess over it. it. Sure, right. but yeah I mean and also you learn from your past right. so you can't just be like don't give an f about it oh yeah I was a different person yesterday man sorry I punched you but like <laughs> that's was, not me anymore I was yeah I, was in the <laughs> I mean I don't think I mean it's literally that scene from Lion King. yeah like you know I again yeah I get what they're where they're going for here uh but they miss the mark a little bit I feel like because we need to add the qualifiers of like sure yeah like don't obsess. If you live in the past, you will never grow and move on. But, like, you can't just forget Evaluate about the past. Learn from it. Learn
0: to forgive yourself. I think that's the hardest part. Definitely. It does, it does talk about that, so good, good on them. Um, and live in the present yeah. is, like, you can't spend, like you said, spend so much time worrying about the past or the future that you aren't, like, enjoying the present because it goes by very fast. Definitely true. Especially if you have little kids or whatever, you know, like trying to appreciate that definitely true it's hard yeah Um,
1: what do you think about number six Um, stop caring about gossip I think that's a really good one because at the end of the day don't you naturally kind
0: of grow out of that no I think there are a lot of
1: people that don't I guess it depends on the environment
0: like I could see how certain like groups that you could be a part of like I'm not really in an environment where gossip is a big thing like I guess maybe in church it, it could be
1: but other than that, I'm not really I mean there are lots of like I can see in a job. Jobs like and companies yeah. that really cultivate that culture of gossip. So Because some people don't ever get out of high school. Exactly. So yeah, I mean I think that that, that is a really I wish that everyone could get over this like I mean, gossip gossip in like a caddy way. Like that's the problem to me. Like gossip in with like this nature of like I want to turn trying people to get everybody about this person. About else, yeah. Or, yeah, not necessarily gossip. Like, like sometimes I'll I'll hear gossip like, "Oh, did you hear that this other store manager did this really terrible thing?" And they're a shitty store manager. Like, that's, I mean, not sure, not the best. I probably, maybe shouldn't have be having that conversation. But I also need to be aware of other people's the situation in other people's stores, so I don't send my employees somewhere where they're going to be miserable. Right. So at least there's a function to that. It's not going to... I'm not going to treat that person differently unless I know that they're genuinely horrible. Right. But um, some people might but it's based different. on gossip too, so that's... Yeah, yeah, I mean, I yeah, I guess... And I mean, I don't know. And I'm, I hear those things, like, from my friends, not necessarily from someone I don't really know who's, like, trying to get me on their side. Yeah. I guess...
0: Yeah, because they're telling you to kind of inform you of what's going on too, not yeah. so malicious.
1: Yeah. So, I yeah, the in, Gossip is definitely not always good, but it can be worse. And I, th- in those situations, and I think that this is definitely um, like referring to that. But yeah. also, like, don't care about gossip that you hear about yourself. Yeah. Also, like, I think that's kind of what they're
0: talking about because just by reading the paragraph, love your life mm. and work hard for the things you desire. Don't waste your life on hate. Mm. Yeah. Like, don't don't trash other people behind their back. So yeah, yeah. it kind of covers both ends.
1: Yeah, I just think that like, you know, sometimes you hear rumors about yourself and like, don't, I, I feel like it's not worth obsessing over because, um you know, you can confront the person that started it if you know who it is, great, um but you can also either or just prove them wrong, you know, live, yeah, live your life. It. yeah Let it go. That's hard, but I feel like if you, once you start to obsess about rumors, you hear about yourself too, and like. And you're going to spiral. Yeah. So don't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that.
0: This kind of falls under that same umbrella, worrying about other people's mm. approval.
1: Yeah, it does. It also falls under, like, the wanting people to like you kind of jam. Um, yeah. I mean, based, again, based on the little paragraph, it looks like what they're trying to say is um, when someone gives you advice or something like that when you have a have choices choose what would be best and don't choose what you think is gonna make other people happy happiest or you know, whatever. Which I think especially in a thing like thinking about career, super yeah. important because at the end of the day you have to be happiest with yourself and you're only gonna be happy you know, with yourself if you make think, the best choices. Yeah, I think we all know those people too that live for like
0: they don't make choices for them, they make it for their parents or for Hmm. for a bunch of different reasons to like seek approval or not even real maybe not even realizing it but they don't it's just yeah they're not making choices for themselves yeah so i don't know that's hard yeah definitely well we all know how you feel about this based on a couple episodes ago but the toxic people around you <laughs> solid boundaries
1: um yeah I mean, let me tell you, it's easier without them. It's hard at first, but life is better. Yeah, some people
0: are toxic, huh?
1: Yeah, and I think the hard part is realizing it for a lot of people. That can be really toxic. Do you think sometimes, like, you're friends with someone who maybe isn't really toxic and then they just evolve into that type of person? Definitely. Yeah, something can happen to them, some, you know, or or um, as they grow and develop. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is. But, yeah, people who are toxic don't always start out that way. Yeah, and, or maybe they hide that they're so toxic yeah. in the beginning, and then you start to see it, and you're kind of like, oh. And I think that sometimes it's not necessarily the person themselves is a toxic person, but your relationship with them can be. Like, they're toxic to you. Like, it's not... Like someone, a toxic relationship is like someone who's someone who's going to be toxic with everyone all the time. Like that person can be toxic to you because of the way they make you feel, the things they make oh, you that's do, true. and you don't realize that until you've been spending time with them, dating them, been their friend, whatever for a year. You know, yeah. so that that can kind of grow and develop too, and it can be hard to realize. Like that can be a really challenging thing. Yeah, and especially if you care about the person. I could see how Yeah, that... I think that that's the hardest part. Is like once once you realize... I mean, I think realizing it is the hardest part. But after that, getting... Once you've made the necessary decisions, like I have to leave you in my past, then there's a void for a while. Because even though that person's toxic, you're used to interacting with them or you're used to... Or even
0: just deciding what the boundary is going to be with that person. Like on what level can you interact with them? Yeah. Or how
1: much is okay or whatever. Yeah. And that can be... Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard, and I mean, like we talked about, I mean, especially if it's family. Yeah, oof, yeah, that's it, it can be really loaded. <clears throat> yeah, never easy, but always worth it. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think there are certain relationships where you can say. Look, I don't, especially if you feel like someone has changed where you can say, I don't know what's going on, but it's really hard for me to be around you when you're negative all the time, let's just say, or Mm -hmm. when you make me feel bad about myself or whatever you can verbalize. Like, because maybe some people have things that are affecting them and they don't know how to deal with it and that's how it's coming out. And so if you, if you are close enough that you can say that, it might help them kind of make an effort or change the way that they're seeing things because they And maybe that's what they need from you. Yeah. But I I don't think all relationships are like that. But there are definitely some, especially friendships, where it would be great if at least somebody could say that, you know.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I think that that's an important thing to know. Because you also can't just be like, well, you're toxic, so now, bye. People do. I mean, sometimes you have to, but like... Right. Hopefully there can be some kind of conversation or there can be some sort of... There can be some sort of something because it's not necessarily healthy for anyone or helpful for anyone if you just like up and like, and I just decided that yesterday was the last day I was going to talk to you. You know what I mean? Well, it usually probably ends up in an argument too.
0: I don't know. Yeah. I haven't had to cut a lot of people out of my life for toxicity. You haven't? Is that what you said? Yeah, I haven't. Uh,
1: well, good for you. That's nice. Yeah. It's that's, that's
0: a good thing. Yeah, maybe I'm just a magnet for positivity.
1: Maybe. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) How do I get me one of those? How do I become a magnet for positivity? Just kidding. I don't know. I wish. I mean, yeah. I was going to say something meaner, like maybe you just didn't have very many friends. (laughs) Maybe that's true, too. Oh, I'm funny. Anyways, next one. Number nine. Don't give an f about failures. Um, I mean, as long as you're learning from them. But yes, yeah. Don't be afraid to fail. You have to fail some. If you're going to try things, you have to fail sometimes.
0: Yeah, and they do say that a failure is just another lesson in life. Aren't they positive?
1: We we should shout out the
0: the author who is the author of this article. I feel like it's at
1: the bottom, not the top. This is like not a normal. It's not, no. Because they don't want to treat it like news. Yeah. Treat so maybe like... we'll do that at the end. Okay. When we find it. Yes, ma'am. Somewhere in this article. <laughs>
0: um, I think this one's funny, but I guess it applies to someone who's trying to be a grown-up, mature person as the title. I
1: can relate to this okay, one so for see? sure. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, this was... Because you have FOMO? Yeah. Um. Number 10 is mandatory night outs on a Friday night. Uh, yeah. I, I mean... I have FOMO pretty bad so like if I just the other night actually I was like Friday night and Saturday were like my one day off that week I worked six days and I was like oh so looking forward when I got off on Friday to just like getting in bed and curling up and like oh I'm gonna watch Netflix and put on pajamas and like oh it's gonna be so good. So I did I cooked myself dinner like whatever I was like oh, this is great. And then I get on my phone and, like, everybody's posting, like, cute outfit Instagrams and, like, they're going out for the night. And I was like, oh, crap, it's Friday. Shoot, I should be going out. And then I was like, no, i have been really looking forward to this. It's okay. It's okay that I'm here. It's okay that I'm in bed. This is a choice. I'm not a loser. Like, I, it, I'm, I'm fine. It's all good. <laughs> Don't panic. <laughs> but, like, that was hard for me. Well, I think social for a while. media makes it hard, it for does. sure. But um,
0: I could see how, too, like, if you're worried about becoming a fuddy daddy or, like, an old person, like, where you would fight that, like, I can't stay at home. That just will mean, like, if you're having anxiety about how the number that you're aging into, mm-hmm. like, I could see how that would be an issue, too. But yeah. binge-watching is such a thing now. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are fine with that.
1: Yeah, I think it's. I mean, it's probably particularly hard for me too because I'm in a. I'm in San Francisco, and it's like yeah, you know, everybody goes out, out all the time, and yeah, so it's. But, but I mean, then because, because of that, you also shouldn't stress about Friday night because it could be a Wednesday night. Yeah, totally. I mean, no, I'm fine. I I literally go out all the time. Like, <laughs> I have <laughs> I to personally say I fine. have a really big issue FOMO with people at Disneyland <laughs> when I'm yeah. not going. Yeah, when I have a trip plan, that's, that's hard. That's true. Just today, you were like, "Ah, oh. I had Instagram open and you were like,
0: oh, people we're are at Disneyland. Disneyland. No, stop. People are Disneyland.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll say to dad, like,
0: guess what? He's all, what? People are at Disneyland right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and you're not one of them. And I'm not one of them. So sad. I, know. I will be in like four days. <laughs> I hate you very much. I okay.
0: You, go with this all right go being worshipped on Facebook and Instagram or basically on social media yeah I never really gave that that's not my generation so what do you have to say about that I think it's Kate? really
1: ironic that it says stop giving an F whether you have 100 or a 1, thousand likes um I'd love to get to 100 likes no, I'm just kidding um When we're in a very competition this morning to like get dad a lot of likes on Instagram (laughs) for his gym picture, um, so that's kind of funny, but Yeah, Stephen
0: Markell was member of the month, and uh, we were trying to get as many people as possible to like his photo so he could be have the most liked
1: photo, his most liked member of the month picture, yeah, yeah. So we were working on that, still in progress, probably be successful, but um, yeah, I just think that that's kind of ironic, um. I agree with this in theory, but in practice, I struggle with this, and <laughs> I don't think it relates to my wanting to be liked. I'm I sure. want to, I like, I like attention. Like it's all like wrapped into one. I
0: mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like when I comment on a, a news article or something, and a lot of people, I like, I don't seek that out. But when a lot of people like agree with what I'm saying, or like, I feel
1: like personally validated. It's, yeah, it's validating. Exactly. That's a great word for it, especially when it's strangers. Like right. Like oh yeah. man. Yeah, none of my family's going <laughs>
0: to...
1: Uh, hello, Right, me. but I mean, like,
0: besides you, me and you. Yeah. Uh, and what about... Number 12 is don't give an F about everything
1: you don't have. Like trips to Disneyland, does that count? <laughs> yeah, I think that counts. <laughs> um, I think that... Yeah, that makes sense. When you focus on what you don't have, you lose sight of what you do have. That's definitely true. I mean, I don't know what else to say about that one. I mean, yeah. I
0: I think it's definitely true. There's a a thing, though, like, some people are driven by the things that they don't have, like, as far as, like, okay, I'm going to reach this goal so that I can buy a new house. Like, whatever. But those, you know, so I don't think that's what they're going for, but yes.
1: Yeah, I mean, using it as motivation is one thing, but... Comparing yourself and to And you have to be another. careful with that too, I feel like, with using it as motivation. Because if you get to that goal and then all you do is create the next goal, you, and you don't spend any time enjoying your success and like, hey, I got this goal and this is a big deal and right. that's exciting, that can be problematic or troublesome. Or even if you, know. you
0: get to that goal and you're like, okay, I'm going to do this, and you mm-hmm. in your mind you think this is going to be like, I'm going to be so happy now that I have this. And that mm-hmm. things don't make you happy. I mean, I definitely am happy when I get certain things, like a new purse, but it's, it's very temporary. <laughs> then I'm like, well, uh, this one doesn't meet all my needs. I've been yeah. on the hunt for the perfect purse forever. So. Oh, don't I know it. Mm-hmm. Well, I I have, I've had a couple that come really close, though. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. They're still in my closet right now that I've had for years. Oh, man. Hey, Kate, this one might be for you. Seeking revenge. Yeah, I just totally agree with this one. <laughs> Shut up. I'm not kidding. You were not raised to be a vengeful person.
1: I know, but I, have n- I, 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 I don't know. I don't know what to say. I can't shake the feeling that if someone puts bad things out there in the world, that I want to make sure that bad things come back to them, personally. <laughs> I didn't used to be this way. I haven't always been this way. I feel like this is a last, like, six-year development in me. See, I'm not big on I don't, like, even a movie where the whole thing is about getting
0: revenge, I don't even like them. Like, it just bothers me so much. Like, I like a movie where the bad guy gets his due, but I don't like a movie where I can't, I'm trying to think of, like, there's a couple of movies that I can think of off the top of my head. Like, I can't think of what their name is. Like, the whole plot is someone getting revenge. It just, it makes me sick to my stomach. Because you're so consumed with hate and... Just, it like you could they lose people around them and like just for the sake of vengefulness I don't know mm-hmm. it goes against everything I believe in it's not like a shine theory or lift other people up kind of put good vibes out and good vibes come back to you kind of a philosophy I just can't I can't I can't, I
1: can't. no that's good and you're not wrong I know I'm not wrong I mean <laughs> I just think that I just think that sometimes nope. Never. If you're, if you're living,
0: <laughs> if you're hoping for bad things for someone else, it's not going to bode well for you. That's all there is to it. I. You can hope that they learn or that they, but you are not the one to teach
1: them. All. I mean, like, it's just. Oh, uh, Look, I, I'm, I'm
0: uh-oh. not saying that she I'm said look
1: seeking to me. out. The situation in which I would get revenge on someone that I want to get revenge on. However, if that fell in my lap, am I expected to just be the bigger person and rise above the situation? (laughs) Or am I allowed some pettiness? I think, let me be petty. Let me take that situation. Oh, man. Let me tell you. I want to know of a scenario where getting revenge just falls in your lap quote unquote <laughs> I mean okay I guess we should qualify revenge like obviously I'm not like some bloodthirsty maniac that's like you cheated on me so I'm going to kill your dog or something crazy like definitely that's not, not... that's psychotic but okay, go ahead it's fair I'm definitely not psychotic um I think um I when I say revenge I just mean like I'm You want someone else to cheat on that person? Yes. Um, No, because I know it wouldn't bother him. (laughs) Um, No, I need, like, I mean, like, I need a, I I want a moment of just, like, I need a fuck you moment. A moment of, like, I don't know. I don't know how to put it. Like, Like, a moment of just, like, fuck you. Like, here's all the shit you did that you should feel bad about. And I've got all these things in spite of it. And you've got nothing. You've but got that's nothing. Different. That's, I mean, that's a, like
0: a gloating moment. That's not really a revenge. That's kind of just like. But I
1: want to make sure that they have nothing. <laughs> that's, that's the part that you're missing. <laughs> yeah. That's dangerous. I don't think that. I mean, know. I did go through a long time where I wanted to like slash his tires. I think that we should
0: probably not be that specific because if anything like that comes up and you've said it on a podcast and you weren't the one who did it, maybe it's... But
1: not. I didn't do it. If I didn't do it then, I'm not going to do it now. Like, that. those days are behind me. Yeah. I just also want to say, I and literally... the jury says guilty <laughs> as charged. No, I just also <laughs> want to point out, yeah, revenge, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what changed necessarily in me, but, like, something about revenge, I, I'm definitely... I definitely am the kind of person that feels like it would be satisfied. Like, there's a part of me that feels like there are some wrongs in my past that I don't know if I will ever get over until I have that moment. And I'm well, talking years and years ago. I learning that people
0: get their it's like, things... Like, you just want to know that that's going to happen like, being able to hear that... Yeah. That the karma...
1: Yeah, like the universe true.
0: took care of it. That's true. It's it nice doesn't necessarily to have to be me. But, yeah. At, seeking it out is not good. Yeah. Because then that means you're that's filling true. yourself with the negativity.
1: That's true. I just feel as though... In situations where I'm not sure that that commitment is going to come, I want to take things into my own hands. The universe always takes care of itself. I don't know if that's true. It is true.
0: I, I, I don't know. It's true. I'm losing I'm, faith in that. I'm 52 years old. It's true.
1: It just takes time. I have no patience. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have to believe you because I also don't want to put myself in a dangerous situation. So, right. fair. All right. And on to the next one. Well, fine. <laughs> I guess this is also valid for me. Worrying about what ifs. So that bothers you? I worry about what ifs constantly. I mean like I think you have to consider what ifs. If you I have a
0: tendency to jump in full feet cuz I love change and I love things da da da, da and I'll, I don't even think about the what ifs. Like, do you know what I mean? Like Mhm. So sometimes that's hard. So I think you have to consider the what ifs. It's just you don't have to worry about the what ifs when you're in the middle of something. Once you've made the decision, you just gotta go with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're totally right. I just I don't know. Maybe it's just the fact that I'm like going through all this personal growth and development over the last few years and whatever else. But um Yeah, when you I don't it, know if it's necessarily what ifs, but like now I'm like, oh man, there was opportunities, you know, like eight years ago that I squandered and I just feel like uh what a bummer wish yeah. I could get that back you can't move on <laughs> okay <laughs> well what are you gonna do no you're right I guess I just needed someone to slap me over the head with it <laughs> yeah <laughs> so what are you gonna do about it now like that's the question
0: like so fine I'm sad that I screwed that up or I, I blew an opportunity well, what am I gonna do about it now like that should be your next thought
1: mm-hmm. yeah so. I guess that's what's missing yeah
0: yeah, and then okay. that helps Fair. you come up with an action plan. Yeah. What this says about what if is actually pretty good. The future is way ahead of you. Don't stress over its unpredictability. Instead, do everything in your power to make it a good one by focusing on the present moment.
1: Yeah, that's those are that's all good. things
0: that you don't like. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> How about this? Goes back to the other one. Giving a dang about, or it says damn, whatever about material possessions. Um,
1: material. it's true that. Material possessions don't guarantee you happiness, like that's this says. That's definitely true. However, I think that things can't... I, I get nervous whenever somebody says, like, money can't buy happiness because, like, yes, that's true. But have you ever know. seen someone on a jet ski like, frowning? <laughs> <Okay. laughs> yes. I think that... It's important to note, um, it's a really funny, I really like, yeah. <laughs> the joke is so great. Um, Who is it? Is it Tosh? I, no, I don't even remember. One of those white guys. I don't know.
0: Yeah. One of those comedians.
1: Anyways. Yeah, one of those white male comedians. Okay. I can say that as a descriptor. <laughs> the same way that you would say the Asian pregnant lady. Like, Ali Wong. You know what I mean? Come on. Sure. Jeez, but I feel like if, if I said something. that you'd be like,
0: "You're so racist." No, okay. it's uh-huh.
1: it it is a description of him. Anyways, Whoever he is, he's look one of the, the white. Man sound t-
0: is going on our yeah. monitor
1: right now because you Because you get
0: me so irritated.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the only reason you gave me that look is because I said "white guy," because you think I'm. I wail on white men too much. Well, it was, it had a derogatory tone. No, I didn't. One of those white guys. One of those white male comedians. Okay. Sorry. Sure. I'm not sorry, actually, but one of those white male comedians. I don't remember which one because there is (laughs) a plethora of options. Um, One of them. They're the only ones that are funny, right? That's why they're, that's all there is, isn't it? Isn't that? Definitely, yeah. No one else ever made a hilarious joke. Um, what I was trying to say was money is an important part of happiness, but you cannot look for money to, to create your happiness. Like you, it is true that without some sort of material possessions, you can't be happy. Like if we didn't have a home, I don't think I'd be happy. I wouldn't feel safe. I don't know. Other countries disagree with that though. People even without homes are like, haven't you ever
0: seen like those things where they talk about that? Videos, documentaries. About happiness. And they go to like the poorest parts of the world and people are so happy compared to us who have all this stuff
1: and we're here we're struggling to find happiness. Yeah, I, I know I haven't seen that and I would challenge it. I would interrogate that reality. <laughs> I think it's true. I, I think we put, I the Americans, we put too much into possession,
0: material possession.
1: That, that may be true, but what I'm trying, the point that I'm trying to get at is. When you don't have to worry about if you, food and shelter, you have more potential to be happy. Right? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. You yeah. you need to have certain needs met in order to achieve your goal of happiness. Like
0: right. If when you're, if you're concerned about where your next bill is going to come
1: from, it's And I guarantee hard to be happy. those people who were in those documentaries would be happier if they had maybe certain the documentaries fed them. <laughs> I mean, like no, really, it's I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm just, just I'm not saying that like you need a crazy amount of wealth to be happy. I'm just saying Right. You can't pretend, Your like, if everything you happy. had was lost tomorrow, you'd still be happy. Because Health, shelter, and food, and water. Like, those things.
0: Yeah. Right. Right. It's just... It's, I think when you're taught... Basic needs are not material possessions, quote-unquote, in, in my mind. Material possessions. Well, to the wealthy
1: people who want to keep them away from us, they are. Yeah. I, I mean,
0: I don't think anybody wants to keep food and shelter away from you. I just Mom. think... Anyways, um <laughs> Yeah, I just it's funny though because there's that whole minimalist da 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 which I'm all for, but I think it's also like I don't know that I like feeling guilty about liking things or wanting things. So Marie Kondo should be for you. Yeah, no, I read I read her book. Like I get I, I totally am on board with her m- most of her philosophies, but I'm just saying but at the same time, if I if something yeah, if something brings me joy, like a, a purse, I don't want to feel guilty because I want that material possession. I feel like a yeah, lot of you shouldn't have to feel guilty about it. kind of promotes that. It does. So um gosh. Anyways. So here we go with what about this one? Being good enough for people. What does good enough even mean? I mean, it says that in there, but like I'm not good enough. I think that's just I don't know if that relates to
1: the other ones.
0: And I don't know if that's a maturity thing. I think that's a, like, a weight you carry with you, whether you feel good enough or not. I don't know that you can just let go of that if you're quote-unquote
1: mature. I mean, I think that what they're trying to say is, like... Learn to accept you, but I don't... And I, I, I feel like they're still trying to get back to the whole satisfying the masses thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's kind of already been
0: discussed. Yeah. And then it's an odd number of things. This ends at 17. The last one is regretting things. Learn to accept
1: the things you did. Uh, yeah. I mean, that also kind of relates back to the what-ifs, I guess. Right. Two like, sides. Like, I the, guess what-ifs was more looking forward and regretting things. Looking back, I kind of I kind of got that mixed
0: there's, up. Other than this, there's a lot of like just accept responsibility for how your life is which is true there are a lot of people that don't necessarily respect accept responsibility for the condition their life is in it's someone else's fault you know the victim mentality victim, victim mentality is, is can be a big problem definitely uh, this article was written by Stephanie Reeds she is a professional writer with many years of, in the fields of psychology human relationship science and spirituality and at the bottom there's a picture of a woman flipping people off which is pretty funny, too, because she doesn't have a top on. Or if she does, it's a tube top. Because her shoulders are bare. And she's got the, her hand up, which I think is pretty funny. You, uh, in this article, though, which I will put the link in in the show notes or whatever. But it's, the ads that came with this are pretty See, funny. See, and you know what's
1: funny? Mine are totally different than the ones that are on yours. And to be fair, we're on our phones. But I got... Oh, I did get the number one reason men pull away an ad for beirresistible, whatever that is. Um, So, I mean, that's, I'm definitely going to be clicking that when this is done. (laughs) I want to know. Overcome Um, social anxiety? Do you have that one? No. I have another one for beirresistible.com. Huh. Uh, And then I have engagement ring advertisements. Funny. The two definitely go
0: together. I have one for bunions and I don't have bunions. I've never Googled bunions in my life and then I have I have one for clothes and then I have one for opioid addiction hmm. I don't yeah know. we definitely got very very different experiences I wonder why I would get an ad for opioid addiction what does it think I don't know um and bunions if, I might have googled something at some point for someone I know that needs to have surgery on their feet and so maybe it thinks I have bunions I don't know hmm. very very interesting the, these algorithms are funny but, yeah, check out the article. It's, 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 uh, actually, you know what? You don't have to check out the article. We just reviewed the whole thing yeah. for you. don't but bother. You can, you can check out thepowerofsilence.co, not
1: com, .co. Yeah, really weird. I mean. I don't
0: know if weird's it. It definitely is very telling that this is a, a website that has all these rare, random articles, like, about what's going on in society. The internet is home for all kinds of
1: things. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I also think it's important to remember, since we talked about maturity, since I was part of this, it's like, maturity is kind of, I mean, there's some ambiguity to that, right? Like. You can have immature moments and still be a mature person. Right. Things like that. So I don't necessarily think that this article is like a checklist. Uh, Complete all of these and then congrats, you're mature. Here's your certificate. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be nice. But I don't think it really works that way. Is that what you think you
0: need? You need like a certificate that confirms whether or not you are a grown up person and mature. I
1: used to think that. That you just need to feel. It would just be nice. Yeah. To just be like. But you an, are an adult now. But they didn't have
0: people, like, fighting off graduating and getting their certificate, which they are doing even without the certificate.
1: Mm-hmm. But, I mean, is graduating part of the certificate to be an adult? I mean, that's true. No, but I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like, there are people that are avoiding
0: adulthood things. Yeah, I mean, people do that already. That's what I'm saying. So, Yeah very interesting um, yeah. we'd we'll love to hear our listeners thoughts on that I want to know what people think about that website are we just feeling weird like, or is it really a weird website
1: <laughs> yeah I really can, can we get some more feedback please <laughs> anyone to let us know if you're still listening <laughs> <I'm>, I know <laughs> I think it's got through the beginning of this weird website and I'm like never mind these ladies are crazy I don't need to listen to this no more
0: well, I wonder why it's called
1: the power of silence. Like, I just—I need you know, like that a, already. Kind of
0: gives me red flags. I like want a an about page. I want to know where this came from and how it oh. evolved into the power of silence. When you it's know, all stories,
1: I'm gonna pull up Reductress just to read some headline articles from there, so you get an idea of what I'm talking. But about. are these satire? Yes. Um. Uh It's on the news. A- wow, Kelly felt cute but did not delete later for her selfie that she posted on Instagram. Um four chunky knit scarves to hide the vicious lamprey hooked to your body. Um wow, this woman drinks eight glasses of water a day but pees out thirty. <laughs> um parents unsure of how daughter is doing without GPA to reference. Easy tips for applying eyeliner perfectly on one eye and fucking up on the other. That's my daily life. It's everybody. Um, Yeah, Reductress is the way to go. (laughs) Okay, this one's my personal favorite. Mom's going to edit this out because she hates that I talk like this. Five trends men hate the most and how to do them effectively. (laughs) So if you feel weird after going this silent... The power, the power of silence. Power of silence. Uh, head on over to Reductress to be as loud and annoying as possible. Yeah. That's there the way you. we do it around here.
0: <laughs> I told you before when dad and I were first dating or whatever together like if we were driving and the windows were down and I would get loud he would like roll up the windows because he was <laughs> <laughs> embarrassed and then I would give I would be like are you shushing me? Are you? Like I would then we'd have a big
1: fight. Like don't don't but yeah <laughs> even then you guys fought like that <laughs> nothing just changed <laughs> yeah,
0: not. i don't think he would i think he knows a little better about shushing me like that it's about
1: shushing you sure but <laughs> those fights still sound pretty similar dad does something kind of innocuous into you like what and then he's like no but he
0: would admit it he admits it yeah he was embarrassed he didn't want people in other cars to hear me oh no totally
1: i absolutely believe you but i just think that's really funny (laughs) oh i would style out i would
0: just get louder too like what i'm rolling down the freaking window and everyone can hear me don't shush your woman don't shush Listen to all of you out there don't shush your woman don't trust any Don't fall it's in love with a loud
1: woman and then try to get her to be a quiet woman. It's just not going to work. <laughs> that's that's really <laughs> solid advice. actually. <laughs> and let me tell you, all us Marquel women, we're loud. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know if you're
0: like loud all the time though. Like you're only. Son, I feel like I'm like kind of loud all the time. Like, like I. You're could be loud one. all the
1: time. Danae's loud all the time. Yeah. I. Yeah. I come and go. Becca's yeah, quiet. Becca's come and go too. Oh. I would yeah. say she can to go. Okay.
0: So, yeah. All right. Well, on that note, go be loud. Have some fun. Yeah. Good advice. And uh, I did notice, by the way, in that article, go, I'm backtracking. <laughs> I just remembered this. One more thing. Don't leave yet. <laughs> she says, you go, girl, or something. Like, so clearly she assumes that only women are reading her article. That's that's a whole nother topic of conversation, but yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Everything was very geared towards women, but
0: there was a quote like, You go girl or you rocket girl. But I something. think that
1: was about the heels or sneakers, yeah, which is you... pr- pretty gendered, but men can wear heels too. But I mean, we're not quite there as a whole society yet, anyways. Just a side note, yeah, love you, yeah, bye. <laughs>
0: If you like Grown Up and Grounded, please leave us a review on whatever platform you're using. This will help other people find our podcast. As always, we want to give a big shout out to Dave Depper, who provides the music we use in our episodes. The song you're listening to is titled Can Can 2, and we got it from the Free Music Archive. You can check out Dave at davedepper.com. When I'm dead and gone, you're going to have so much stuff. You're going to be
1: like, God, this lady never stopped talking. (laughs) That's why I had to cut her off all the time.